it's really important to just absolutely love what you're doing. Find what you really, really love to do. And it, the action do, isn't hard then. Um, but I do speak to a lot of people who know what they want to do and they're, they're blocked. And I think that's where the self-love comes back because there must be something, there must be some unworthiness there or like that you don't have that belief that you can do it if, if, you, if you're not taking that action. It's the limiting beliefs that get you. Hello and welcome to the Mind to Lead podcast. I'm Georgie Hubbard and I am on a mission to help you live a level 10 life. If you want to live an extraordinary life, a life full of passion and energy, of joy and abundance, then this is the podcast that teaches you how to do just that. Through my conversations with some extraordinary leaders and my own life experiences, I come to you weekly with all of the teachings and steps you need to take your life to the next level. So if you are ready to develop the mindset it takes to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind to Lead podcast. It's a beautiful Monday here and I'm very excited because I'm sat down speaking to a beautiful woman, Gillian Mulholland. Amazing to have you here today. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I was just saying before we came online, I feel like I know you because you've been posting some incredible content on LinkedIn. I've been stalking your Instagram and your YouTube. It's all looking amazing. So for those that don't know who you are, can you just start by giving a bit of a introduction into who is Gillian? Who am I? I have <laughs> a lot to say. <laughs> um, basically, I... I want to start from the beginning because, well, there was a moment in my life where I wasn't who I am now. I'm doing a podcast. I have my own podcast, um, Jill Chats, and I, yeah, I create content on LinkedIn. I have a YouTube channel now. Um, I have a women's Facebook group with 200 women. We talk about self-love and yeah, I help women basically love themselves sick, love themselves unapologetically so that they can live and find their purpose. And the reason is, is because that's what I needed like two years ago. So I was pretty lost. I, I've always been a performer. I've always sung on stage. I used to sing in weddings, um, at weddings um, in bands. Um, and it wasn't fulfilling me. And I sort of just, just, I was lost. And I kept trying to outsource all of my happiness and everything to a relationship. Um, I wasn't focused on myself. I was focusing on the outside of me and yeah, the relationship, I thought, well, if I find someone, fall in love, my life will be complete. I'll be happy. That's, that's the way it works. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that meant that I focused on that so much that it, it turned into, I had so many toxic relationships and yeah, until I got to kind of rock bottom and I thought something has to change and that's where I found self-love thank God because it changed my life and yeah it was it was not good up until then wow well <laughs> yeah but, no but first and foremost thank you for sharing and I am sure that there's a lot of people out there that you're listening to this and can relate to that because I've always been a massive believer of self-love. I believe that, you know, the most important relationship you have is the one you have with yourself. So 
Um, let's let's sort of go back a little bit because you've, you've, you've touched on a couple of really important things there. You, you mentioned the word unfulfilling. Um, so what sort of led you, because I, I was looking at your LinkedIn profile, you've come from a bit of a corporate background and, you know, so so talk to me a little bit about how you went from that to sort of starting your own business and, and what that looks like. So obviously that's your passion, but you had to go through that unfulfilling point in your life to discover that. So what, what did that sort of journey look like to you, like finding yourself and things like that? Yeah, totally. So as I said, I've always performed. My, my passion is communication and being on stage and being in front of people. And I guess I really, well, I know I had a scarcity mindset. I just thought that to be a performer, actor, singer, musician, you don't make money. You can't make money doing something you love. So in turn, if those are your thoughts, you will create that reality. So, of course, I had to have a job in my life and they always were like I started off as reception. I did a lot of retail and it was just all these different kinds of jobs until my last job, which was great. It was an awesome job um, in the corporate world and I was there for quite a while and I really did enjoy it. But I I say I enjoy it and at the time I kind of made myself think that I enjoy, I enjoyed it but really I was miserable I didn't I wasn't using my skills I was stuck in a box I had all these skills of like you know performing and speaking and all this but I wasn't using any of it and my confidence was so low that I didn't think that I was worthy of it either so I guess a culmination of that and some like failed relationships and just drinking to excess um, to try and have some fun to fulfill that part of myself and um, just getting to a point where I was like enough is enough I I need to do something to change I'm going to listen to someone who's been able to change and that's where the self-love work came in Mm -hmm. right wow okay that's uh again you've just (laughs) <laughs> a few things I really want to like tear apart there. So you, you've mentioned this a couple of times now, how like you were sort of looking for that sort of outside fulfillment, you know, how mm. you were sort of, you know, you went to, you, you turned to sort of drinking and things like that to kind of like fulfill you. So what what are the steps that you took? So when you sort of realized you sort of hit that, that bottom and you went, God, like I need to make some changes now. Like what was that process like in terms of like, was the first thing that you did? The first thing I did was meditation, the first Mm. thing that I did. And I literally just uploaded a YouTube video and saying meditation doesn't have to suck because I was the person (laughs) that, that I was the person that I didn't, I was, I knew all about the law of attraction. I'm big on spirituality Mm. and I was researching a lot of that. But, and I kept hearing the word meditation come up and I thought, no way, it's not for me. I'm a mile a minute person. I can't sit still, let alone my thoughts be nothing, you know. And I just pushed it to the side and thought, it's not for me. I'll be able to change my life or be better without the meditation part. And it, I, I got, it got so bad that I was desperate to try anything. And it was the meditation that really changed everything for me, doing it consistently for a month and then forever more now um that that was the first step meditation and affirmations mm, okay so the, in terms of the meditation then 
because I I get that a lot. I, I Meditation changed my life as well. I, I went from being extremely anxious uh, to having a lot more of a more calmer present mindset, which then allowed me to, you know, start tapping into my intuition to grow my business because I wasn't sort of constantly looking for external answers. I actually believe we have a lot of the answers inside of us if we go within. But how did you go about a meditation practice? Did you start with like just five minutes, 10 minutes? And there's so many different types of meditations. Did you use guided? Did you do silent? What was the process that you used to start your process? So I started with uh, so three pieces of classical music that I listened to every morning. It took about seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And I just said to myself, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself in my mind over and over mm-hmm. Um, until the music was done. And that's pretty much what I started with. And then when I kept going, when I could see there was starting to become a change, for instance, my neural pathways started changing, I then used other guided meditations on YouTube, um, all free, just with affirmations. That was That's my favourite type of meditation because because of that mile a minute mind that I have I don't have to think I can listen to that and repeat it in my mind and it really makes a difference especially if you're in a really depressed state if you're sad you know you've woken up hungover you feel bad about what you did the night before or you've messaged someone maybe you shouldn't have and, <laughs> and there's something so comforting about putting on a meditation like that you don't have to do anything you can just listen to the words and it will change your life. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. When did you start to notice the change? Like what were some of the signs when you sort of thought, wow, this is actually working now? So I then, it was probably about a month after or maybe one to two months after doing it consistently because that leads perfectly into that's why I started creating content on LinkedIn So I could then, because I started sort of changing my neural pathways to love myself, meant I had the confidence, I got some confidence to think, oh, I can, people might want to hear my story. People Mm. might want to hear what I have to say. And I've got all these skills that I haven't been using much, but I love, I love being on video. I love being in front of a camera or an audience. Let's maybe I can use them and share my experience so I can help people just like someone helped me when I was watching YouTube. So it's crazy. So then it, I had this opportunity. My friend was on LinkedIn and she was she's a comedian and she, she, an actress. And she said, um, get on LinkedIn, build your personal brand. And so I took a leap of faith, even though I was terrified of what all my colleagues would think in the corporate world. And but I knew that I could see my future. I could see that there was there, there was hope and I could the scarcity was going away and there was opportunity opening up. And so, yeah, so I jumped on LinkedIn video and haven't looked back. <laughs> amazing. And and your videos are amazing. I think that the content you're posting, it looks fantastic. I think the branding is amazing. I'm a big big believer of personal brands and you know how we should all be thinking about, you know, who are we? What do we want to be known for? What do we want to portray? And um you, you touched on something very important there as well, that whole scarcity mindset. I believe that the thing that holds most people back is themselves. So What advice would you give for somebody who perhaps wants to start posting more, perhaps, you know, does have a, wants to have a voice, wants to have a brand, but is afraid of what their friends, their colleagues, what people might think? How did you overcome that 
whole mindset piece there. Yeah. So obviously coming from a strong sense of self-love and worthiness is very helpful. So doing the inner work is going to help you. But a part of the inner work, I think, is getting out of your comfort zone and feeling scared. So I think it's just a matter of that you've got to start messy. You're gonna your first video is gonna be terrible. Your first podcast episode's not gonna be your best. You know, I had this idea of I know that once I start in a year's time, I'll be in such a better position. So seeing that future outcome, seeing that what you wanna say to whoever or to yourself or the world that in in a year's time, because you can't skip the messy awkward Mm -hmm. part and then caring about what people think I mean it's just one of those things that comes with it you've just got to push through it you've got to do the thing that you're scared of so many times that you stop caring for the first maybe one or two months I cared so much what people thought I was looking and I was thinking I'd post something on LinkedIn and I thought oh my god I hope someone likes it because I don't want my (laughs) colleague to see that no one's liked it I'm trying you know Um, But then after a month or so of being consistent, I just stopped caring. I just, you just, you eventually stop caring. The more you push yourself out of your comfort zone, the more, the the larger your comfort zone gets. And so the more you can achieve. And and I'm nodding along here like a nodding (laughs) dog because everything you just said that I've been through myself, uh, you know, and I think that it's, for me, it's finding your passion, it's finding your purpose, it's finding your voice, right? I think that's really, really important. And look, there's a whole craziness going on in the world right now. Melbourne's going back into lockdown. There's going to be a lot of people, you know, perhaps with a bit more time on their hands, you know, to start a meditation practice, to start to maybe understand themselves, their passion, their purpose. When did you sort of like, you said that, you know, you you really sort of, you want to start posting videos because YouTube and the videos that you listen to helped you sort of, you know, heal yourself. So when did you sort of identify what your passion was and then ultimately through your passion came your purpose? When was that like a bit of a process for you to go through? Because I think a lot of people say to me, how do I know what my passion is? How do I know what my purpose is? And I kind of say like, it's kind of all part of your journey. Like everyone's journey is different. So when did you know that self-love and that message that you want to give to women was your purpose and passion? Yeah, it's so part of the journey because that for so long I was singing, right? And I've done all this work on stage and doing, I was doing weddings and I got so bored of them. I was sick of it. And I thought, well, what? I'm a singer though. What what else do I do? What where do I fit in? Even though I was passionate about singing, I, I what I like going to a wedding every weekend was not my passion. So it was very confronting because I'd spent so much time like studying music and wanting I knew I wanted to be a performer. I knew I wanted to do something on stage. And it's the, that's where it molds into your purpose because I know that I sort of had to go through all this yucky <laughs> hard stuff where I was uh, you know doing all this crazy stuff and that so I can relate to people so I can share the message that's entertaining Mm. that's easy to understand that's Mm. that I can easily speak to um, in this way so Mm. it that's why it felt like so much like my purpose because Mm. I thought well I needed the skills in entertainment but I also had to go through the bad stuff to to make it um, so purposeful for other people to resonate with so that they can look into the self-love work and Mm -hmm. change their life. 
Mm, absolutely and let's talk about the whole self-love and self-care practice now so what are some of the things that you do to to show yourself the whole self-love self-care like talk talk me through is it is there routines rituals that you do daily weekly what does it sort of look like um, from your end yeah so definitely meditation Mm -hmm. is the biggest one for me obviously I said that before Um, but I do a lot of journaling so scripting, I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> scripting, um, which is it's so positive because it it me it helps you see what is possible, what you actually want. Um, every morning, I've made a new habit, which I never thought I'd be like this. Is I drink some warm lemon water. I love it. I wake up and that's my ritual every morning, and um, just things like that. So. But the the real tangible ones are the is the journaling and the meditation. I think that's mm. those are the ones that are the needle movers for me. Mm, absolutely. Talk to me a little bit more about the whole scripting. Um, because <laughs> I I came across this uh quite recently and what I did uh, was I, I find voice very powerful. So I actually recorded um on my voice memo on my phone, like you know, what, what my day would look like, you know, this is, you know, Georgie wakes up, she, she's full of energy. She, she then goes downstairs, has her coffee, looks out to her sea views. Like, you know, so, but how did how do you go about your scripting process? Cause I know that everybody is different, but I think it's really, really powerful. Yeah. That that's amazing that you do that because I've heard that using your voice, even in meditation, if you, you yeah. record your own affirmations yeah, is really powerful. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually, I've got my own meditations, but I don't listen to them because I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. It's funny yeah. because yeah, but, um, I, yeah, it's really powerful. I think it seeps into your subconscious a lot mm. faster. So, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't done that, but I the way I script is I just get my journal out and I say oh my god today was so great I can't believe my YouTube video went viral or just anything it can be about relationships at the start it was about the guy that I wanted to (laughs) you know I wanted him to turn around and tell me love me kind of thing and then it's moved on to business stuff and Mm -hmm. friendships and so basically speaking what you want to happen in the present moment that's mm. that's the way I do it and it's so cool to look back on on your journals and see what's come true mm. it's wild so yeah yeah that's yeah. how I do it and it just it just raises your vibration and puts you on a, a um, level to receive more so yeah. that's the aim just for it to feel good it has to just feel good yeah. it doesn't have to come true yeah. it doesn't have to be realistic it shouldn't be realistic mm. um yeah that's that's how I do it yeah. And a lot of people that I speak to you sometimes, I'm, I look, I believe law of attraction. I've read multiple books. I look, I, I believe that our thoughts do become our reality. 100%. I believe what we give out is what we get back. And I also believe that then it is taking the action, you know, like we can't just meditate script and then sit on the sofa all day, eating popcorn and watching Netflix. Unfortunately, um, we have <laughs> <No>. to, <laughs> unfortunately have to do the work, but so in terms of like you start your day, you do your meditation, you do your scripting, you repeat your affirmations and then sort of how do you go about getting yourself in the right mindset to then take the action? Like what what does that sort of look like? So I think with when you're in a positive mindset and you're in an abundance mindset mm-hmm. as opposed to scarcity, you just 
it just naturally happens. The action mm. just comes, you know, it doesn't, you don't even have to try. Um, that's why I, I, I'm obsessed with the law of attraction, but the more I do it, the more I do like, and read into it, it doesn't feel spiritual to me. It mm. really just feels like you've got good thoughts in your mind. So you think anything's possible. So then you go and do it. Mm. Um, so basically for me, it's just, I just love it. I, I think you really have to love what you're doing. It's like obsessively love what you're doing. I love creating videos. I love being on social media. I always talk about what are your skills that you don't know are skills. Well, one of mine's texting. <laughs> I love, you know, and that's helpful for the business mm -hmm. that I'm in, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, so, and uh, another one is talking. That's really helpful mm -hmm. when you've got a podcast or you're being interviewed. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, I think it's really important to just absolutely love what you're doing find what you really really love to do and it the action does, isn't hard then um mm. but I do speak to a lot of people who know what they want to do and they're, they're blocked and I think that's where the self-love comes back because mm. there must be something there must be some unworthiness there or like that you don't have that belief that you can mm. do it if if you if you're not taking that action yeah. it's the limiting beliefs that get you mm. Oh, 100%. And you, you, you touched on thoughts beforehand and how we overcome those limiting beliefs. And did you, did you have a process? Obviously, you meditated, you did affirmations, but was there anything else? Like, because I, I don't know about you, like, however much, it's a daily discipline. It's not something that like, you know, oh, I've meditated now, now I'm all fixed and everything's perfect. I still have days where I go, oh, I'm really nervous to post this video today or what am I going to speak about today? Or, you know, oh, you know, it, it still comes up. However much work I do, I still get those moments. So what do you do when you get those ants, those automatic yeah. negative thoughts come up? Is Do you have a, like a, a process to squash them before they take over? Yeah, I still get those thoughts too. It's mm. just never ending and the work yeah. is never ending, which is I always mm. say is really annoying because yeah. <laughs> you do so much work and there's another yeah. layer. Uh, what do I do? That's a really good question. I think I just really, I know what my end goal is and I know that not I, I've dropped perfectionism. That was another big thing that a lot of performers have and just everyone in general. We think it has to be perfect uh, we think it has all the, you know, I's have to be dotted and T's crossed so that it all works and people accept it. But I think I realise that, no, that's the way you get to better and there's no perfection is by doing. So I understand that now. But I think the thing is I went so far out of my comfort zone so many times that now it just is like, oh, whatever. I can hear you. I can hear you, ego. Thank mm -hmm. you for your thoughts. And just yeah. that's not helping me. I'm just going to keep pushing forward. And just yeah. it just doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. But I think you're right. It is pushing yourself out of your comfort zone because once you've done it a few times and when you're out of your comfort zone and you realize, hey, this isn't too bad. And, and then you just sort of trust yourself to just keep on showing up, keep on posting, keep on, you know, putting yourself out there. Um, but I, I love the fact that you just touched on then end goal. I think having a vision as well is absolutely crucial. So um, yeah, how did you go about sort of like mapping out the vision for, for the future? And, and what does that look like for you for you right now? Yeah, um, well, I think 
I didn't know what the vision was until when I started posting videos on LinkedIn, I knew my vision was I want to be consistent because actually did care what people thought. I didn't want to get on LinkedIn and post three videos and then disappear. Um, But I also, yeah, I I knew I wanted to build my personal brand. So it was easy to just go in like that. And then after I started getting traction and people started liking it and, and then I started building out the vision and that was just to inspire women all over the world to love themselves unapologetically, like I've said, because it's so powerful. And then because if we all love ourselves like sick, <laughs> like unapologetically and not in that, not in, in you know, a really authentic way, it's, it's life-changing and it, it helps other people step into their power. It helps, it gives permission for all of us to really own our weirdness, our mm. quirkiness. And so basically that's that's where I'm headed. But I want to do that through YouTube, through mm. speaking gigs, through my own events, um, mm. through coaching within my group. And, yeah, that's that's the vision for me at the moment. Amazing. And I think that's it, isn't it? It's more you, the more you trial, the more you do these things. Like, you know, I'll use... Uh, like mind body the the business that I'm starting to grow now that started as a podcast um and then my husband's a personal trainer he just started going live on Facebook and then we just sort of started like building it but if, if we hadn't have started if we hadn't just begun if I had to let perfectionism get in the way of like you have to have this 10-year goal you have to have this big vision for the future I never would have got started and I think sometimes it's amazing to have these big goals but actually they can we, we scare ourselves we go oh I'm not yes. capable of doing that and and don't you agree that sometimes you just got to begin you just got to post yes. a video. You just got to do just, it. Just start messy. Start ridiculous. Just yeah. <laughs> no one's going to get what you're doing either yeah. at the start. Everyone's going to be like, what are you doing? Because it's going to come out of nowhere because probably you're thinking about it in your head for the past year. Mm. But it, no, you've not told anyone because you're too scared. But, yeah, mm. you've got to just start. Exactly mm. like you said, things evolve. And that's what's so exciting about it because once you start, you start to go, oh my God, there's opportunities everywhere here. And, and then there's too many options. And yeah, it's, it's actually really exciting. That's a really yeah. cool story that you just started yeah. as a podcast. I love That's that. It. That's it. I was like, you know, I just thought I just want to have, well, I saw the podcast because I just wanted to have some really good conversations. I feel like at the moment in society, there's just very like surface level. And I just thought I want to just speak to some incredible minds, some incredible leaders who are doing some really cool things. And it just kind of evolved. And I and then I realized, God, I really love having conversations. I actually really love doing content. I And I just kind of found my flow with it. And then every week, every time I sit down, I learn something about about the person I'm interviewing and also something about myself. And I go, wow, this is really, really cool. I'm really grateful for this opportunity. Um, so what advice would you give then if someone's listening to this right now and they just, they're not sure what they want to do, where should they just start? Like what, what advice would you give to, to a woman or, or a guy who's thinking about doing something but is a little bit scared? What's the one thing they could do today, this week, just to get going? Start anywhere and start with something that is going to make you feel good so that could be that doesn't have to be posting the video that could be doing an acting class or a singing lesson or maybe you always wanted to learn piano or something creative you know Um, I mean it doesn't even have to be creative maybe it can be a course in something you've always thought I've got an interest in that 
do something that you you think that every week you're going to have to show up and you'll be excited to do it because that is actually getting you out of your comfort zone a little bit. And you know what? You might do it and think, I actually hate that. And then you can move on to the next thing, but then you'll know, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, there were a few times like I started some new Instagram accounts and there are a few like business paths I sort of wanted to go down in terms of niching and all this stuff. And I kept trying everything and most of them, yeah, I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. Nah, I don't want to do that. And then, you know, some of them stick, but now I know and I've tried and just start, make sure it's something that you actually want to do because mm. that's why that, that way you'll actually do it and you'll feel good about yourself and then you can move on to the next thing and the next thing. Mm. I think that's really powerful. And I think this is where people get in their own way because I think this is when the conflicting of society comes in, right? Because it's like, I really want to do this thing over here, but it's a little bit different. And, you know, I've got this really like, this this job with this salary, with this mortgage to pay, and that kind of restricts people. So what I guess, again, advice, but people, I always try and find practical advice as well, because yeah. I mean, a lot of people say, look, I love what you girls are saying, go after your passion, go after your purpose. But, you know, I've got a family, I've got a mortgage, like, so th let's talk to that. Like, how did you go about like stepping away from a corporate job from that stream of income to then go all in in your passion and purpose? Mm. What did that sort of transition look like? So it was interesting starting to sort of build a side hustle, I guess, uh, mm. while I was working nine to five. Mm. And it's just one of those things that it's just another risk you sort of have to take, but you never know if it's actually it actually meant that I got more opportunities at my workplace and people were starting to respect me more so because I was building my own confidence and I was coming to work so excited and it was rubbing off on people whereas before I was kind of bored and mm. you know didn't know where I was headed so it's actually a really good thing to have something on the side in terms of transitioning from like full-time work into your own business I got given a redundancy so I sort of was pushed into it yeah, yeah. Um, so I had to go all in um, and I think the universe will really provide you those moments where it's like you're ready now and they'll push you into something that you mm. thought you weren't you know wanted it to go another way and easy and a safe way mm. and um, that's when you've got to take those leap of faiths you know mm. you've got to uh, use your intuition and just be guided by that um, it's it's all a risk. You never know what's going to happen. Um, mm. But doing something is the most important thing. Anything. It doesn't have to be out there with all for your all your colleagues to see. It could be just taking the class weekly. You know, the public speaking class or something like Toastmasters or something. Yeah. Um, to build up your confidence, if that's what you want to do. Yeah, that's how I started actually. That's how I, I was really nervous in public speaking and just as just being on video and I started doing Toastmasters. I, I've, I've stopped uh, about six months ago now, but I did it consistently every week for about eight months and I did lots of speeches, but that built my confidence like crazy. I'm um, just putting myself out there. And like you said, every week I turn up my my palms would be sweaty, my my heart rate would race every time I had to stand up and even say my name. But then over the weeks and the months, like I did generally build up the courage just to then deliver a speech, you know, but it's, it is, it's pushing ourselves out of the comfort zone. It's forcing ourselves to do the things we don't want to do. That's where the growth comes from. And that's where the, that's where you find yourself, I guess, isn't it really? Yeah. It's just pushing yourself. 
when you're out of your comfort zone, it's crazy the amount of confidence that builds in you. It's mm. insane. And, and, mm. and it gives you excitement, not, not drinking on the weekend, <laughs> which I used to do a lot. Um, so I relate to that, but mm. it's, it's literally, that is what excites me now is being out of my comfort zone. I'm pretty much out of my comfort zone most days now. Mm. So, and, and it feels comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, your business is needed now more than ever with everyone going back into lockdown in Melbourne and things. I mean, how, how have you found the the current situation impacting you and, and, and your business? It's actually hasn't, it's been normal, I think. And in fact, it's probably been good for me because it's online. So mm-hmm. having an online business, I feel really grateful for that right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to think about how to, build an online business if mm-hmm. if there's something you think you could do mm-hmm. so and a lot of people are uh, craving connection and community and that's what I've built within my Facebook group with women and so I think that's really helped I, I think it's been really good for all of us mm. yeah I completely agree and look I guess I just want to sort of um, just just wrap up with people listening to this who maybe are stuck at home, who are feeling a little bit, you know, down and stuff. What, what advice would you give for those people who are just sort of feeling a little bit low right now? How can they, you know, get through this next six weeks of lockdown? Wow, that's a really good question. I think if you haven't started a meditation practice, I would really highly advise doing that and find something you actually like to listen to. It does not have to be boring. It doesn't have to suck. (laughs) Um, Go inward, really start to look, you know, at your own life and, and, and trying to just get the joy and happiness from within you, because once you can get it all from within you, that's when you have the most control in your life. Yeah, that's beautiful. (laughs) and Gillian where can people where can people find you if they want to reach out anywhere on the internet you cannot hide (laughs) from me (laughs) no I'm um Instagram is a good one Instagram Mm -hmm. is a great one for me I love Instagram Mm -hmm. I'm on LinkedIn and Mm -hmm. I always answer my messages there Mm -hmm. and I've got a website and yeah YouTube and all of the places um so (laughs) Amazing. you can find me everywhere reach yeah. out I love chatting texting is my superpower so yeah at least send me a message that's beautiful and I think that the world needs people like yourself right now you know really pushing this self-love this self-care message because you know when we look after ourselves we can look after others and we can be better leaders we can be better managers better parents and yeah I think your what you're what you're saying on LinkedIn what you're saying on Instagram and all of your social platforms is just a really important message that definitely the world needs to hear right now so amazing thank you so much I could literally sit and chat to you all day like we have got so much in common I feel like it's yeah been a really amazing conversation so thank you so much and uh yeah perhaps I'm sure we'll partner and do something in the future I feel there's a beautiful alignment there so thank you so much I'd love that thank you so much this is the best (laughs) see you soon bye 
Thank you so much for listening to the Mind to Lead podcast. I really hope you got some great takeaways and key learnings from this episode. To help us spread the message, please give us a rating and leave us a review. We love reading your thoughts and your insights and your learnings. And look, reach out to me. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Georgie Hubbard. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Georgie L. Hubbard. Let's connect. I hope you have an incredible day and I look forward to speaking to you all again soon.